Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters. My name is Adam Torres, and if you'd like to apply to be a guest in the show, just head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, so I have Jody Glidden on the line, and he's president and CEO over at IntroHive. Jody, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. All right, Jody, so uh, excited to get into Intro Hive today and really how you're helping uh, fix what's been broken in the CRM industry. So what does that mean for all the business owners and executives out there listening? Uh, stay tuned to find out. But Jody, we will start this episode the way that we start them all with our Mission Matters Minute. So Jody, we at Mission Matters, we amplify stories for entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. That's our mission. Jody, what mission matters to you? Uh, IntroHive helps companies leverage customer intelligence to help companies find, win, and grow more business. So that's effectively what we've been doing for the last decade. Awesome. Um, love bringing mission-based uh, entrepreneurs on the line to share why they do what they do, how they do, how they're doing it, and really what we can all learn and gain from it, so that we can all grow together. So uh, great to have you on. And I guess just to get this kicked off, Jody. I mean, how did this entrepreneurial journey start for you? Like, where did it all begin for you? Uh, so, so I started my first tech startup back in 1993, so almost 30 years ago. <laughs> So uh, it's been a long time now. This is this is my fifth uh, company. So about every you know five to six years or so, I uh, started on a new venture. This one though has been by far the biggest and most successful of of all of the companies that I've done so far. We're we're about 400 people, over a quarter million users, and uh, now four years in a row ranked in the fastest growing companies list. Yeah. And so as you, obviously, so you're, like you said, you've been, you've been doing startups for a long time, um, and, and specifically tech startups. And so what led you to originally get into this space? I'm curious. A lot was going on. I'm sure yeah. when, you, when you, when you went this route, like what, what attracted you to it the most? Yeah. Well, the original idea was I had been working uh, on a previous company with, with a lot of very large, enterprises uh, in their sales and business development efforts. So we had a, a company called Chalk Media where we worked, we had the software that would disperse content to disperse workforces. Uh, in the course of that, I ended up meeting some amazing companies like Deloitte, and PwC and Verizon and AT&T, these giant companies that had, you know, tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of employees. And just kind of got realizing that they had these massive networks of people that they knew but they didn't really know who they knew. Mm. Um, you know, you could go to LinkedIn and you could sort of see who might have connected to who, but that wasn't really an indicator of what relationships they actually had. It was more of just who happened they who, who they happened to follow and and so on. So I, I just you know I came from a company where we were acquired by BlackBerry and I had a really good understanding of how you could connect into corporate communication systems like email and phone systems without sort of disturbing the peace and security of, <laughs> of a large enterprise. And so I thought if you could really understand all of the email traffic that was going back and forth and phone calls that were going back and forth without breaching privacy, you could really figure out who everybody in the company really knows and how well they know them. And it, it just started to make my mind go wild on all the things you could do with that information in terms of customer intelligence. You could figure out when clients are being ignored 
that are very important. You could figure out, you know, when, let's say, really big fans of, of whatever it is you do change jobs, and that opens up new opportunities for you. And, uh, you know, you could you could stop cold calling because there's probably people that can get you in. There's just a million different uh, very, very high-value use cases that we, you know, that kind of came to mind, and that's what got the whole idea going. Ah, oh, it's great. It's a it's a great story. And uh, when you say it, and everybody hears this, this sounds like the dream, right? Like you said, you could stop spending possibly on things like cold calling, or you can stop like all that, you know, extra time, and you can be a lot more efficient. Um. So so okay. So you get this idea, and take take us a little bit further down this path. So you get this idea. What what's your next step? Like, how do you start? How do you get this thing kicked off? Well, I I always like to with with every. You know, one of the lessons that I learned along the way was start with a niche, right? And so mm-hmm. I started with a certain vertical and a certain problem, which was let's just build a searchable database um, that's as highly accurate as possible of all the relationships of that enterprise. And, um, and, and we focus it within a vertical so that we don't need to raise awareness to the entire world. We just need to make a lot of noise within a certain vertical. So we... We started with global systems integrators. Um, so like the PwC, Deloitte, KPMG, Accenture, you know, those sorts of people. Um, if we get their attention, we can land a few of those and we can land a bunch of those. Um, then we can start moving to other verticals because it's a universal problem, but um, it's a lot easier to make a big noise in a small space than it is, you know, the other way around. <laughs> you know, so, mm. so that's, that's what we started with doing. And then we started, you know, moving through the years, moving from vertical to vertical to vertical, getting into a lot more geographies, sectors, and use cases. Yeah, that's great. And you're teaching a master class right now on how to on how to uh, how to build and pick a niche and then move forward. I mean, so many people I feel like um, sometimes don't don't pick an ex- an exact enough process. Um, and and obviously when you when you pick that initial vertical, you picked what problem you were going to solve, and then you were able to you know obviously acquire clients, right? Then that that proved your thesis, and it then it gave you the permission to then say, okay, well we can we can start picking new verticals. We can start doing more things is that kind of the thought process behind it all yeah it, it's so much easier to do it that way you know yeah. i think it's the the alternative is you know you go out you, you come up with a big idea and you raise you know 200 million dollars on your initial round which is a which is a very very difficult thing to do um mm-hmm. i've always found it to be a much better approach to pick something that can grow to a gigantic market. You have a plan to get to a gigantic market, but you're picking off a small enough space that your marketing budgets and your sales budgets can be a little bit more reasonable to begin with. And so the money raising that you do in the beginning can be a lot more reasonable. Yeah. So uh, let's let's fast forward a bit. Like, tell us a little bit more and, uh, and take us to where you're at today. I know you, you mentioned some uh, really impressive numbers. So um, I think over 250,000 um, um, clients up to date, and uh, and you're you're growing like crazy. Um, give us a little bit more of an update of where you're at today. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so now we're we're in um, you know many many sectors. Uh, we're very very dominant in. Uh, the global systems integrators like PwC and Deloitte and KPMG and folks like that, Tata and so on. Um, we are also very dominant in uh, a lot of other consulting companies, media companies, law firms. Uh, we have some some big 
tech customers as of kind of recently, we started to move into that sector, uh, financial institutions. Um, yeah, and then, and then on the software side, we've expanded our capabilities a lot, whereas in the early days, it was a lot more of, you know, ingesting the data, getting the data pristine, uh, and making it, you know, searchable and usable by users. Now we've moved more to actionable insights. So we want when a person wakes up in the morning, they don't necessarily have to go to some tool um, to, to figure out how to use something. I don't know if anybody out there is familiar with, you know, the Salesforce.com story with the, you know, they used to, their, their motto used to be no software, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, really what they meant by that is cloud. Uh, our, our motto is sort of no adoption, you know. Mm-hmm. That, that literally, you don't have to go to any software at all. We're just going to push stuff to you. You don't have to go log into anything. And, and literally, <laughs> we're just going to push the insights to you. So that's, you know, that's what, where we're headed is to have it so that a person wakes up in the morning and the system just knows, like, hey, here's a person that you should know or you should contact in order to not lose a, an important customer who's been, been ignored or to, mm-hmm. to win a new customer um, that you're already working on or to, you know, find a new prospect that is right in your crosshairs that you didn't even know was available to you. That's amazing. And uh, and that that's the dream right there. That's the ultimate uh, sales assistant kind of uh, relationship that is being done for you. It's great. Um, it, what is the, like, take me through, and I know you're working by this large, you know, company. So, or actually, no, let me, let me ask you, is this for enterprise only? Is middle market, like, also taking part? Like, give us a, a maybe a feel for the types of clients that uh, are getting the most value out of this. Yeah, so, so we have, uh, we have customers ranging from, uh, you know, 100 employees all the way up to our biggest customers that are, are like a half a million employees. Um, and, and, you know, and then we, we have even bigger ones that are, you know, in the process of evaluating us right now. Mm-hmm. But the, as of recently, we decided to really focus down on companies that are maybe a thousand employees or, or greater, mm-hmm. just so that we can, uh, we, we noticed that the, uh, the marketing and sales efforts to educate people on what we do, mm-hmm. um, it, it just really isn't worth it yet um, to to spend those efforts uh, on a you know company that has maybe 100 employees. Mm-hmm. Even though they'll get great value out of our software, the education process is still uh, it, it still takes people a minute to understand what it is that we do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I think until we become sort of a real household name, so that everybody just intuitively understands, we don't have to go through as much of an education process. Um, we're going to sell more just to the you know mid-size and, and enterprise and large enterprise um, for the time being. What, take me through a little bit of of like what for those let's say thousand person um, you know companies or more um, like what what does that onboarding experience look like? Because you did say something early on too where you're saying like you know obviously security of data things like that and being not as at least not invasive as possible. I think that's my word, not yours. But um, tell me a little bit more about some of the, what that looks like to actually be onboarded. Yeah, sure. So um, that's one of the things we really pride ourselves on is that. There's uh, really the the system gets connected to the communication systems inside. So that's usually a simple login from an administrator to the 
email server um, that usually covers calendar meetings, emails, contacts lists. Um, there's a connector for the PBX. There's connectors for things like the chat systems like Microsoft Teams mm -hmm. and, and so on. Uh, once you do that, uh, it's it's pretty much done. There's there's literally no adoption. So uh, wow. data starts syncing. The database. So it so it sounds pretty easy then. This isn't like a whole new for the CTOs listening, right? Like it sounds like once yeah. they do their, <laughs> it sounds like it's pretty easy then. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we we really get two kinds of of uh, CSOs. You know, the chief security officers. Mm -hmm. We get the people who think at first that it's too good to be true, and mm -hmm. so you know they do their their big evaluation and then and then we pass, <laughs> or or we get the ones who see all the giant brand names who are already customers of ours, like you know the, the world's largest banks and world's mm -hmm. most secure law firms and accounting firms and global systems integrators, and they say, you know, if it's good enough for them, it must be good <laughs> enough. <laughs> so there, you get both sides of the spectrum, but. Um, in the end, we we always, you know, it's like they always say about the Canadian Mounties, we always get our man. <laughs> in the end, we always <laughs> pass the security reviews because we've just spent so much time with the architecture doing yeah. it right. You know, we 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 did that on purpose in the early years to just really yeah. make sure that we were playing ball in the right way. Oh man, it, it, what a great story! Um, well, I I just have to say, Jody, it's been great having you on the show to learn more about your background as an entrepreneur and also all the great work that you're doing over at Intro Hive and of course the success there. Um, I just have to ask, uh, what's next? I mean, what's next for you? What's next for the the plan for Intro Hive and uh, going forward? We're super excited about the next four years. Um, I always love, you know, I've been through a few. Recessions, uh, the 2001, 2008, the little blip we had in 2020. And, and then this one, I, I, I kind of love a recession because it gets everybody, um, very efficient, lean and mean. And, uh, so we've been spending a lot of time, uh, you know, just like really working with companies to, uh, first of all, to, to make ourselves as efficient as possible, but also to help companies who are also trying to become more efficient. Um, in a recession, make the most of their sales and marketing dollars. So, I, you know, we're just really uh, excited about this next few years helping companies, you know, find, win, and grow more business. So I hope that by the end of, you know, the next three or four years, we'll be looking to maybe go public. Oh, man, it's a great story. And I'm going to be like, ah, remember, Jody, I brought you on the show. I hope. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, uh, no, honestly, like, it's been great having you on. I, I love documenting these journeys because when you do go public, I'm going to remember and you're definitely going to get an email of congratulations from me and my team. And when you, uh, just as you keep on growing, so I love it. Um, that being said, Jody, if somebody is listening to this or watching this and they want to learn more about Intro Hive, uh, what's the best way for them to do? that yeah sure um so you can uh go to J jody duck or sorry jody glidden on twitter so j-o-d-y-g-l-i-d-d-e-n um, or you can go to our website www.introhive.com i-n-t-r-o-h-i-v-e.com Wonderful, and uh, be sure to put that. I'll be sure to put that on the in the uh, show notes so that our audience can just click on the link and head right on over and check out Intro Hive. And uh, speaking of the audience, if this is your first time with Mission Matters or engaging with an episode. 
We're all about bringing on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and having them share their mission, uh, the reason behind their mission, you know, why they're doing what they do, and really how we can all learn and benefit and grow together from that information. Um, if that's the type of content that sounds interesting or fun or inspiring to you, hit that subscribe button because we have many more mission-based individuals coming out up on the line, and we don't want you to miss a thing. And Jody, again, really appreciate you coming on. Thanks again. Yeah, thank you very much. It was a pleasure.